Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, it surely does not matter who the host is. You are listening to the Rated R Safety Show. We are coming to you live from the Safety FM studios. Definitely running behind. Let me kind of tell you the fun stuff because that's what people don't ever want to talk about. So this morning, I have to tell you, there was this morning there was an update to my iPad. That we use for this bad boy right here. And I updated it and now none of the buttons want to work. And we tested it and it worked before. It's so heartbreaking. Anyways, I'm sure you don't give a shit about that. Anyways, how are you? Thank you for coming back to another episode of the Rated R Safety Show. That's for sure. So let's get into it and let's start off right from the very beginning. No ands and buts about it. A lot of movement so far already on... Dr. Love this morning, as we were talking yesterday that he was going to be coming on. Today, we did a full episode of Dr. Love, who is known for risk management from the United States Air Force. And I have to tell you, I was pretty excited on going through the vetting process of getting to someone inside of the military and being able to get them onto the show. So I appreciate the Air Force allowing me to go through the vetting process to be able to get it on. Now, the funny part is, you know, 
zookeepers have to get up early to kind of catch up to what I'm doing. So sorry that you had to wake up early to re-edit the shit that you do to kind of kind of come up and hang out and do what we're doing here to make sure that you're playing catch up. Hope you like that for your show notes. Anyways, besides that, let's move on. We normally get you started with some feature story news right out of the bat. So let's do that right away. Here is the news on the Radio Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Japanese leader Shinzo Abe has announced his resignation. He says his ulcerative colitis has worsened and he doesn't want his illness to get in the way of decision-making. The 65-year-old is Japan's longest-serving prime minister and will stay in post until a successor is picked. US President Donald Trump has slammed his rival Joe Biden, calling him weak. He was speaking from the South Lawn of the White House on the final day of the Republican convention. Jagruti Dave reports from FSN Washington. Once again, courting controversy by using the White House as a campaign backdrop, President Trump formally accepted his party's nomination. It was a speech that lasted for 70 minutes, delivered in front of 1,500 people with the sound of sirens and protesters outside the White House in the background. He started on an uplifting note, but later launched into a lengthy and scathing attack on Joe Biden. Joe Biden is weak. He takes his marching orders from liberal hypocrites who drive their cities into the ground while fleeing far from the scene of the wreckage. Amid racial unrest in cities across the US, Donald Trump said he'd be the president of law and order. India's reported another record spike in COVID-19 infections. More than 77,000 people tested positive for the virus over the last 24 hours. Neha Punia reports from New Delhi. More than 77,200 people tested positive in India in the last 24 hours, pushing the total cases past the 3.3 million mark. The country has also recorded more than 1,000 new deaths, taking the total death toll to over 61,000. India is currently the worst affected country in Asia and third only behind the US and Brazil in terms of total cases globally. But for more than two weeks now, India has reported the most infections daily compared to any other country. Experts say a resurgence in cases in some states because of lockdown measures being relaxed is to be blamed. Despite this, the government plans to further open up the economy. Reports suggest metro services will be the next to resume operations starting September. Face masks are now mandatory everywhere in the French capital. The restrictions previously only listed specific streets and outdoor areas, but a surge in cases has prompted authorities to make face coverings compulsory in all areas areas of the city centre and the wider Paris capital region. Ross Cullen reports from Paris. Cyclists, runners and the under-11s are exempt. The measure has already been brought in for other cities like Marseille and Toulouse. Also, the Tour de France organisers will attempt an almost behind-closed-doors event, urging spectators to stay away. Any people who do line the route must wear a face mask and police say they will break up any crowds too close to one another. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, closing the week out with some reflections on history that was made in New Zealand on Thursday. The terrorist who killed 51 people in an attack on two mosques in the city of Christchurch last year was sentenced to life in prison without any possibility of parole. It's the first time that sentence has been imposed in a country whose criminal justice system prides itself on a willingness to entertain the possibility of behavioural reform. David Killick is a freelance 
freelance journalist and writer based in Christchurch. Well, I think it's definitely been a sense of relief. That was the, the overwhelming reaction from the Muslim community here in Christchurch. People saying, yes, they can breathe a sigh of relief. Of course, it will never, you know, ever make the pain go away, but they feel that justice has been done. Some people called for um, that this man should rot in jail. The other reaction, which, which was a bit different, was compassion and people saying they actually didn't hate the terrorist and that they, he had failed in what he wanted to do, which was to divide people and instead he had brought people together. One immediate consequence of the attacks was a ban on semi-automatic weapons in New Zealand and the creation of a buyback amnesty programme for gun owners in the country, moves that gun control advocates in the United States have widely praised and admired. I'm Simon Marks. FSN is an independent source of news for TV, radio and digital networks worldwide. You can find more of our minute-by-minute updates on Twitter, Follow us there at Feature Story. And we have a wealth of audio and video stories from our global news bureaus on Facebook. You can find us there by following Feature Story News. Stay tuned for further updates right here. But for now, that is the latest Feature Story News. Ollie Barrett reporting. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Oh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's start off from the very, very beginning. A lot of stuff going on in the news there. Thank God it didn't cut off today at the five-minute mark, before the five-minute mark. Um, Also, as we mentioned it, we got another ad about the news inside of the news. Isn't that fantastic? So let's talk a little bit here. And, of course, apparently I have a lot of things going on. So let me mention this real quick, because I don't think I actually have been making a lot of reference to it. So let me talk about it right now here. We are giving away books. Let me tell you what's going on. The practice of learning teams, a book that was actually just recently, we had an interview on about the book. We are giving away copies of the book. If you're interested in entering our contest, go to safetyfm.com forward slash, guess what, contest. And go ahead and enter in right there. You can enter multiple times, or you can enter at least once a day for there. Um, So that's something to think about. You can enter in multiple times as we go out. We are giving away about 10 copies, from what I understand, of the book. And it is open worldwide. So if you're interested in actually getting a copy of The Practice of Learning Teams, written by Brent Sutton, Brent Robinson, Glennis McCarthy and Ford by Todd Conklin that will we be giving out and shipping everywhere. So just for information purposes right there. So now, you know, we know, I know we both know, and it's quite fantastic as we know together. So let's talk about some random shit that's going on. So let's talk about trending because that's something we've been focusing on quite a bit lately. So let's talk about the trends because you know, It's going to be a weekend, and you want to probably do some things. And if you're going to stay locked up, well, let me give you some stuff to take a look at real quick. So new to Netflix, all together now, Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. So there you go. And that is new to Netflix for something to watch over the weekend. New to HBO is The Way Back. So there you go. Just one new thing there. 
New to Disney this week, if you're interested in taking a look at, um, let's see, Alice Through the Glass, or Alice Looking, or hold on, Alice Through the Looking Glass, let's go that way, Fantastic Four, Phineas and Ferb, the movie, the o- the one and only Ivan, and then new to Hulu is Casino Royale, Primal, Quantum of Solace, The Courier, the binge and then new to Amazon Prime is Primal and the Courier. So there you go. A nice little mix of stuff to take a look at if you're interested in doing that this weekend and taking a view of the boob tube. So just so you know. So there's that. Anyway, so let me kind of give you some rundown because after the total mess up we had at the very beginning, if you are interested in interacting with the show, you go into the chat box, you comment inside of the chat. I will try to pay attention to see what's going on. Comment back. We go back and forth. And then sometimes I just don't see anything because the box is not working. So just so you know that. So you're not surprised if you just go, well, why is that jackass just ignoring me? Um, that happens sometimes too. So I apologize. So let's give some COVID stat check because, you know, we talk about that from time to time. The numbers for confirmed COVID cases is just over 5.8 million. In the U.S., this means that 98.2% of the total population of the U.S. does not have COVID-19. Worldwide, the number of confirmed cases are 24.2 million. So there you go. So when it comes to death, about 99.9% of the U.S., well, it doesn't matter that particular portion. So there has been deaths related to this, as you are aware, and where there also has been cases. So let's just talk about them that way. The other thing that seems like sarcasm as we talk about it for sure. Anyway, so let's talk about Bush beer. Are you familiar with Bush beer? If not, let's talk about this one. Bush beer released a new non-alcoholic brew for dogs on Wednesday. Yeah, you heard me correctly, which was also national dog day. Bush brew is bone broth that has lots of nutrients and dog friendly flavors. According to the company, it's also safe for humans to drink. Cause you know, some jackass is going to try to pull that off. The brewery explained that the dog-friendly beverage is made from bone in pork butt. Bone in pork butt. There you go. Whole corn, uh, celery, basil, mint, and ginger. Dog brew is only available for purchase online, and it is sold in four packs for $9.99. So there you go. If you want to get your brew on, and you think for you or your dog, you can get it online for sure. I guess there's a market for everything. Look at it that way. Let's continue. One of the FBI's top 10 fugitives has been apprehended after being on the run since 2008. Yassel Abel said 63 is reportedly killed his daughters ages 18 and 17 after finding out they were dating non-Muslims, referring to the act as an honor killing. John Walsh, longtime host of TV's America's Most Wanted, tweeted out the news writing, Captured. This dirtbag has been on the list for a long time, and after 12 years on the run, we have finally seen the justice for his daughters. Great work, FBI and Irving PD said. Said, yes, that is the guy's last name. Said will face charges of capital murder. So there you go. A lot of info there. I'm going to tell you as we talk about this, there's going to be a lot of not so great news today. I mean, that's great news, but not so great news with some other of the stuff. So let's talk about that as we move forward here. A large fire erupted Thursday after a chemical plant outside of the city of Lake Charles in Louisiana following Hurricane Laura's passage through. 
the area. Videos of the explosion showed large fumes of smoke billowing over the Interstate 10. Louisiana State Police advised residents to stay away as they worked on the hazardous material incident involving chlorine leak that originated from Biolab Chemical Manufacturing Facility in West Lake. The plant was built back in 1979. Manufactured of triglycerides, acid, and some other bullshit that I'll never be able to say properly, so let's just ignore it. And chemicals used such as household cleaners as comet bleach scrub and pool chlorine powder, according to the Associated Press. Chlorine are potentially accurate acutely toxic to people if ingested or inhaled it is unclear what started the blaze hurricane laura made landfall early thursday with gusts of winds are you ready for this at 133 miles per hour 133 miles per hour so there you go so you're locked up you got the covid thing going on you're in lockdown because of a hurricane coming through and now you're being told do not go outside regardless of anything that's going on because we got all these chemicals now in the air boy how does that sound doesn't that sound fantastic anyways that's a bit of sarcasm oops what did he just say we at safety fm don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests now back to real safety talk on safety fm more sarcasm than a mortal combat beat down rated r safety show an ingredient in an insect repellent may kill the coronavirus according to british researchers citradroid was studied for the use of protective layers against sars cov 2 by the uk military a team of researchers out of the UK's Defense Science and Technology Laboratory investigated the antiviral properties against the coronavirus by using it a mosquito repellent, MosiGuard. The repellent was applied to liquid drops of the virus and then to a synthetic skin made of latex. After one minute, the MosiGuard showed antiviral activity against SARS-CoV-2. Citradol is approved by the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, and recommends by the use of the Center of Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, for the use of mosquito bites that can ultimately help prevent spread of mosquito-borne diseases. So what do you think there? Would you would have ever thought, expected, that something like Mosigard would have been the thing to success? The key of success there. I know, a lot to think about as I do reference that for sure. I don't know. You know, these things come up, so I have to talk about them. That is exactly what is going on, baby. So let's continue. One of the one of the shooting victims from the protest in Wisconsin is recovering for, in a... For, well, hold on. Recovering from surgery in a Milwaukee hospital. The 26-year-old was volunteering as a medic for the Black Lives Matters movement as he was shot in the arm on Tuesday during the city's third night of unrest. Joseph Rosenberg, 36, and Anthony Hubbard, 26, of Silver Lake were also shot and killed by a 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse when he opened fire on them. Rittenhouse, who was arrested in his Hometown of Illinois on Wednesdays considered himself a militia member, telling the Daily Caller that he traveled to Wisconsin to protect the 
protect lives and property. The police shooting of Jacob Blake 29 Sunday sparked multiple nights of violence in the streets of Wisconsin. Governor Ayers, after being advised to do so by President Trump, authorized the deployment of additional National Guard members to the city. So, you know, we talked about this a lot when we were going through the Chicago stuff, when we were having the conversations about what was going on in Chicago. So when you look at this now, and we talked about it then, so let's talk about it now. How are you looking at this if you have people that work in your org at night? And you're kind of close to the center of where this is going or this is happening. How does that actually work? Do you send them in or do you tell them not to come in or what happens? I mean, I'm just asking, just asking the question to ask. Like, realistically, what is going on? Something to think about for sure. Because I don't know what you do in that case. And I'm imagining, of course, it's a case-by-case basis. But I will tell you, as I reference my favorite thing, apparently, on the planet. When you start talking about hazard matrix, some of the shit that we weren't thinking about months ago, years ago at this point, you have to start adding to these things. You just can't sit there now and say, no, it is not part of the equation because now it definitely is part of the equation. It's not like it's not something that you can just sit back and go, uh-uh, not talking about it because it is now part of the whole gig. So think about it. The markets were mixed on Thursday as the Dow and S&P 500 notched gains while the Nasdaq took a loss. The Dow had briefly risen during the session to a point that erased all virus-related losses during the final hour of the day. A slight skid had the index finishing just below that mark. Tech stocks slid, causing a dip in the Nasdaq composite average. Netflix dropped 3.9%. Facebook slid about 3.5%. Amazon pulled back about 1.2%. And Alphabet traded about 1% lower. Investors are still responding to recently announced action by the Fed, which will allow inflation rates to exceed 2% benchmark. Part of the policy is keeping interest rates near zero for as long as they can. So there you go. So a lot of people were wondering about playing the long game and playing the short game. You see, playing the short game, did it work for you? Or did you think the long game was going to work? I know, mixed reviews. Mixed reviews for sure. A lot of things can be said there. Take it for what it is. The CDC now has... Astromatic people no longer need to get tested for the coronavirus. The federal organization explained you do not necessarily need a test unless you have a vulnerable individual or your health care provider or state or local public health officials recommend you take one. This is a change in the agency's previous guidelines that recommended testing for all who came in close contact with an infected patient for more than 15 minutes, even though they were astromatic. So there you go. A lot of stuff there. As we talk about it. So I'm going to tell you this one because this story, apparently the popularity of it is so big that I guess it bears repeating. General Mills is releasing a bag of Lucky Charms marshmallows. Yeah, you heard me. The limited edition Lucky Charms Just Magic Marshmallows pouch contains six ounces of the iconic Charms, Heart Stars, Horseshoes, Clovers, Blue Moons, Unicorns, Rainbows, and Red Balloons. The pouch will be available next month for purchase at select retail stores. And we'll sell for $3.99. I'm just wondering, can you get about six ounces worth of marshmallows out of your standard box of Lucky Charms? 
I don't know. I mean, it was so important that it made the news cycle two days in a row. Wendy has something to say about McDonald's introducing a new spicy flavor of chicken nuggets. A, tw- <laughs> a Twitter user asked the official Wendy's account what they thought about the announcement. Their reply was, must have scrapped up all the BK's leftovers and slapped a McPrice tag on it. The tweet received over 27,000 likes and was retweeted about 3,000 times. So there you go. Some interesting news there for you to think about, share, whatever, pontificate, qualify, whatever the hell kind of word you want to use from that particular point on. Oh, let's talk about some other stuff because there's some other things going on real quick. Let me tell you, tell you, tell you about, hmm, no periods and full stop. What? Yeah, no periods and full stop. Just when I'm starting to get used to the idea of putting two spaces after a period isn't cool anymore, now I see that this, according to the writer of a book of digital etiquette, only old people or troubled souls put periods at the end of every sentence when texting. Victoria Turk, author of the Kill Reply All, says that older texters may consider a period or an innocent symbol that a sentence has ended. Younger digital natives, Gen Z and millennials, consider it a form of aggression and extremely uncool. Turk writes that the younger generation considered the act of sending a text sufficient, signifying of a complete thought, making periods feel unnecessary and overly final because the format of a text makes it clear that when you're finished, your thoughts as a result of using periods came across as if you were quite cross annoyed. It's ironic because I feel like whenever I need to send a text to a member of a younger generation, I am quite cross annoyed. Okay, not not real. Not real there. But something to think about. I mean, I would have never thought that, you know, when I'm texting someone, if I put a period at the end of the damn thing, it means that I'm old. So there you go. If you have a period now, you're old. Think about that one. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about some of the news and the weird, because, you know, we have to talk about that. A Muslim Muslim woman was asked... Let's try that again. A Muslim woman has asked a court to end her marriage because her husband is too nice. What? The unidentified woman from India recently approached the court to ask for a divorce from her husband of 18 months, asked to explain. She said her spouse loved her too much and never argued with her, which she found impossible to accept. To make matters worse, the woman's husband also cooked and cleaned for her and helped her with various household chores. That sounds like you are referencing that only women are supposed to clean or cook, and that's a bunch of bullshit. So let's make sure that we're clear there. She declared herself fed up and asked that the members of the court end her marriage. The court immediately rejected her request as frivolous and asked the couple to settle their differences, to which she responded, yes, dear, I mean, judge. Okay, maybe the last part she really didn't say, but something to think about. Okay, let's continue. A California man used beer to prevent his property from going up in flames amid a massive wildfire. Vacaville homeowner Chad Little's family started packing their things to escape the fire, but decided that 
he would stay to protect the home. He was prepared to fend off the inferno with hoses, but when the water was turned off, so his cars were torched and flames started to catch on his workshop. He turned to the only liquid that he could find, a 36-pack of Bud Light. He says that he found a nail and was just sh- um, shaking it up, popping the, popping it and spraying, popping it and grabbing another one in spring. The fire department arrived just as he finished using the brew to put out the flames around his shop, given the choice between the beer or the workshop. Eh, I'm sure that, um, well, I would have made the right decision. Let's just go with that. Anyways, think about that for a brief momento, mi amor. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. So let's talk about did you know? Did you know? Amazon's Jeff Bezos, the richest person in the world, is wealthier than he's ever been. On Wednesday, with Amazon stock ending or edging up about 2%, Bezos' net worth increased by $4.9 billion, making the 56-year-old the first person to amass $200 billion fortune. Stock went down significantly later in that day, and my <laughs> and that happened right as my wife returned her latest order. Okay, take that for what that's worth. Anyways, let's get into the main story because I think we're just gonna hit the shitter now. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so if you are familiar with some lingo, you might have heard of this. You might have not heard of this, but let's talk about it for sure, because it's definitely something that needs to be talked about. Have you ever heard a term known as NLP? Seriously, have you ever heard the term? Is it something that sticks out as I mention it? Or is it something that you just go, don't know what you're talking about. Let's move along. Well, maybe, 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 maybe. Okay, so maybe you don't. So let's talk about what I mean here. Neuro-linguistic programming. Let me tell you what it does. It's a way of changing someone's thoughts and behaviors to help them achieve a desired outcome. Or, or... Yeah, I'm saying or, or the person that's doing the speaking's desired outcome. That's the other portion. The popularity of the neuro-linguistic programming, or NLP, has become widespread since starting back in the 1970s. It uses and included treatment for phobias and anxieties and disorders and important of workplace performance and personal happiness. So what exactly is NLP as you hear this. NLP uses perspectual behavioral and communication techniques to make it easier for people to change their thoughts and action. NLP relies on language processing but should not be confused with natural language processing, which shares the same acronym. NLP was developed by two dudes, Bandler and Grinder, who believed it was possible to identify the pattern of thoughts and behaviors of successful individuals and to teach them to others. Despite the lack of empirical evidence to support, Bandler and Grinder published two books about the same subject matter, The Structure of Magic 1 and 2, and NLP took off. The popularity was partially due to the versatility in addressing the many diverse issues that people face. 
How does it work? Let's go into that because I think it's important. The varying interpretations of the NLP make it hard to define. It is founded on the idea that people operate in internal maps and others in the world may have learned through sensory experience. The NLP tries to detect and modify unconscious bias or limitations of individual maps of the world. NLP is not hypnotherapy. Instead, it operates through the conscious the conscious oh, the conscious use of language to bringing about changes in someone's thoughts and behaviors. For example, a central feature of NLP is the idea that a person is biased towards one sensory system known as preferred representational systems or PRS. The therapist can detect this presence through language phases phrases such as I see your point May I signal a visual PRS or I hear your point? May I signal an auditory PRS? An NLP practitioner will identify the person's PRS based on their therapeutic framework around it. The framework can be involved by rapport building, information gathering, and setting goals. So I have a whole other slew of stuff that I can give you. There is a whole other slew of stuff that we can talk about. And you're probably going, why are we going through some things here today? Because I think that it's important that we talk about NLP. Because neuro-linguistic programming is something that you see a lot when it comes to marketing. And you're going to go, what? How do you build rapport with someone through marketing? So, um, do you ever look at ads that pop up on social media? And you see something that's there that's frequent. And maybe you get a picture. And then maybe you get a video. And maybe that video also contains a piece of audio. And maybe you are so not, you know intrigued by it when you first see it but it's something that's constant something that comes up ever so frequently have you ever found yourself going to look for something based on an ad that popped up normally happens a lot with food i don't know why but it does but have you noticed that have you noticed that those things occur and as i mentioned this and the reason that i mentioned this is because Besides that you see it in marketing, you also see people who are good at selling. Um, Also, I won't say necessarily great leaders, but people that sometimes attempt to take advantage of other people. What? 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 Yeah. Sorry. It's kind of the way that it works. And. As I was doing research for this, and I started looking into some of these quote-unquote techniques and how some of these things apply, there were some good references of quote-unquote cult leaders that use a lot of this. And I know that sounds terrible as I say that out loud, but I want you to think about it. They use different things such as anchoring, turning sensory experiences into triggers for certain emotional states, 
Rapport, the practices of to- the tunes into the person by matching their physical behaviors to improve communication and response with empathy. Swish pattern, changing patterns of behavior throughout to come to a desired instead of an undesired outcome. And visual or VKD, visual dissociation, trying to remove negative thoughts and feelings associated with past events. Now, there is a good aspect that you can use this for. There's a bad aspect. The unfortunate portion is that a lot of the stuff that I found about it really related to people doing shitty things to other people with it. And you're going to go, well, why the hell are you talking about this? Well, I tend to do a lot of, we'll say, quote unquote, research on really strange things. And I have taken a look into some of the things that are going on is outside in the world. And what happens sometimes with what's what people do and how they try to cause trigger events for others based on, well, crap that they say crap that they do and they kind of set some of these things up just to see how reactions occur now if you sit back for a moment and you do any research on any majorly known cult leader you'll discover and find this information right away It's kind of interesting on how some of this works. Now, of course, you can actually do some research on it on your own. I will probably say you would probably you would probably start off with a Google search and then move on from there. So that would be a recommendation if you're interested in finding out more information of that. But I look at it and I go, there are sciences, technologies that people use to take advantage of others. And the more research that I do down these weird spaces from time to time, I always find it interesting that most of these things start off where a person goes in where I want to help change the world. And then it goes into somebody trying to pass their needs on with something else that's not part of whatever that original practice was. Now we can go into a whole deep dive of this. Maybe this is not really a show for for video purposes. And maybe we would do it more along just radio station wise for us to have that conversation. But I think it's something interesting to do. So if you want more information, go ahead, look online for NLP. Some weird things will come up definitely for sure. But neuro linguistic programming. Look it up. A lot of good research about it. Find it. Take a look at it. Don't go too down, too far down that hole um, because it could definitely change of the ways of a lot of things that you look at. Could be nerve-wracking too, and you can see a lot of similarities to what is listed there compared to what you see cult leaders doing. And those big booming personalities that stick out in regards of how they build their whole thing. And I'm not saying all big personalities are full of shit and all that kind of fun stuff. Cause I think that's kind of easy to do. Um, so think about it though. Think about that segment. Think about how that happens and think about, have you ever fallen for any of that stuff? It's an easy thing to do. Cause yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's not cause it's, very, very interesting on how it ties in. 
What the hell do I know? Just a guy behind a microphone. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so you know it's Friday. We're getting ready into the weekend. We have to do the thing that we do on Fridays. We're doing it a little bit earlier than normal, just so you know. But do you have some pent-up anger, some things that were happening during the week that you need to get out of your system, that you need to just to move forward and go, okay, need to get this out Need to get this out of my system. Need to scream and shout. Well, guess what? We're about at the 30-second mark to get that started for you. So if you're interested in screaming and hollering and shouting and getting everything out, I'm going to give you the 30-second countdown. If you are not watching on the video format, we can give you the countdown via radio. And the countdown is going to start in three, two, and one. Yeah, the fake applause really did suck, but it did happen. Sorry about that. So hopefully you were able to get everything out and about and everything is going and rolling and moving and booming. So there you go. Some great information there to share. So let's take a look at it that way. Anyways, what else do you have going on inside of your neck of the woods currently? Anything cool? Anything fun planned for the weekend? Anything that you're going to do that was unexpected? Yeah, I mean, unexpected, unexpected, not kind of fake unexpected. Anyways, let's talk about a couple things that we have coming up real quick. We'll get back into some news relatively quick here. But in case you have not heard, let me tell you about some fun events that we have going on next week. Oh, that's definitely not the fun event we have going on next week. That was somebody else's fun event that they had going on. Next week, Tuesday. Wrong day. Next week, Wednesday. We definitely have an event going on. It is the art of podcasting. It's our virtual live class, and we're going to discuss everything that we have learned in the world of podcasting. You can come out, hang out with us, 9 a.m. Eastern time. We're going to talk about the world and the art of podcasting, everything that we've learned so far, how we got it started, how we got it moving, and where everything has happened from there. We're going to give you some information on what you need to do to start your own podcast. Also, we're going to cover the information related to hosting services. So if you're interested in a hosting service, we have a ticket that includes the hosting service, and we'll show you exactly what needs to be done from there. If you're interested in coming and hanging out with us, safetyfm.io, and that will be available on Wednesday, 9 a.m. 
Eastern time. Also on the other, 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 other note of things, just in case if you did not know, we are having a special event coming up on the 18th of September. That is a Friday at 6 p.m. based on the popularity of the episode that we had with Candace Horbex. She's doing an Ask Me Anything here on Safety FM. It is a virtual event. This will be a live event where you can ask Candace anything. And if you want to come out and hang out with us, it is a free ticket. You can come and hang out. Just go to safetyfm.io where we can do some stuff about that. So pretty cool stuff. And we'll get that rolling and bowling for you. And then I have another announcement about another event that's coming up. But that will actually, we'll talk about it next week. That one, that one, that one, that one will include something that you may want. And you might be a little bit amazed on how it's actually coming about because that will be the other fun part, especially when I tell you, because you're probably not going to believe me. And that's okay, because those are the things that definitely happen around here. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, let's talk about it real quick. Real quick. Let's talk about some crap facts, because I think you might want to know some of that. There are more stars in the sky than grains of sand on Earth. Did you know that? There are more ways to arrange a deck of cards than there are total atoms on Earth. Africa is the only continent with land in all four hemispheres. The average person speaks about 450 words in the typical three-minute phone call. If you play a round of golf, then drink two cocktails, you just gain more calories than you're burned. Think about that one for a moment. Huh? What do you think? Okay, so I'm going to tell you, tell you, tell you some stuff that's going on inside of the world of news, in case you have not heard. Katy Perry, 35, has given birth. The singer welcomed her daughter, Daisy Dove, with fiancé Orlando Bloom, 43, on Wednesday. The little girl is Bloom's second child. He shares custody of his son, Flynn, with his ex-wife, Miranda Kerr. So there you go. There's some information there. Let's talk about some stuff that's happened in the swamp, because I always think that's important. The opening shot of Thursday night's video montage was of a man on a horse wearing an American flag cape who was also carrying a giant flag, fitting, uh, fitting kickoff of the evening theme of Land of Greatness. Speeches and videos emphasize people who have switch parties and people of color who are the stereo or what? Hold on. People who have what? 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 Hold on. Oh, and the stereotypes that have been expected to vote Democrat. Okay, people of color have been expected to vote Democrat as Joe Biden continues to lose support among the black voters. That's what it was trying to say. And apparently I can't speak tonight. Another segment promoted Trump's financial support of public housing in New York City, drawing into question how realistic Trump's statement of earlier this month that New York um, New York is in play. So there you go. Also, Ivanka Trump introduced her father in the speech that centered on telling the untold story of his administration and his softer side. For his part, President Trump did not make too many waves in his address instead relying on the teleprompter and sticking to the script instead of the riffs and of uh, the aside that are the signatures of most of his rallies. 
This morning after Mike Pence warned the dangerous America under Joe Biden's administration, Biden pushed back on CNN saying that the violence is happening in President Trump's America already. He said that Trump is hopefully for more violence to suit a political agenda. But while White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows pointed out it wasn't Joe Biden's from his basement who sent law enforcement officers to Wisconsin, it was the President of the United States. Biden has supported many protesters and acknowledged that he would push to reallocate money away from the police departments, which, well, that's the explanation of giving or defunding the police. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi says the presidential debates are a bad idea after all. She says the matchup between President Trump, 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 and Joe Biden wouldn't legitimize the conversation with him, which he hasn't earned and has no association with the truth, evidence, data, and facts. Earlier this week, Trump pushed drug testing before the debates, providing that the media and Biden would earlier this month made an offensive remark to black journalists by asking if he was a junkie. Oh, my. Trump also said that he wanted to stand for a full duration of the debate, but that that Biden camp was pushing to have a seated face off. So there you go. A lot of information in the swamp land that I hate, but we talk about it anyways, just to make sure that we're covering every aspect of the news. No wonder for Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $68 million jackpot or $53.9 million cash payout. No winner for Wednesday's night's Powerball drawing. Saturday's drawing will be for $47 million jackpot or $37.7 million cash payout. So there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. A lot of stuff there as we talk about it. Also, before I forget, think you might want to know this. We talked about it a little moment, a few moments ago. Let's talk about it again. Netflix is bringing a life-scripted live-action series inspired by Resident Evil. The streaming service has ordered eight one-hour episodes based on the hugely popular video game, which will tell a new story across two timelines, according to People's Report. The video game was launched back in 1996, selling more than 100 million games worldwide. The film adaptation of Mila Chavokic hit theaters back in 2002. In some other news, Backstreet member A.J. McLean is officially joining the upcoming season of Dancing with the Stars. The news was released on Thursday morning on GMA, as we already talked about. He joins previously announced celeb, The Bachelorette, Caitlin Bristow. So there you go. A lot of stuff there. Carrie Underwood announced that she will be returning to Sunday Night Football. NBC's Sunday Night Football will debut its 2020 season opener on September the 13th with a new video starring Underwood singing the famous Waiting All Day for Sunday Night. This will make the eighth consecutive season with Underwood. So there you go. Here's are some new albums that are being released today. In case you want to know, the Avid Brothers come out with a third gleam. Out of Body by Need to Breathe. Tony Braxton, Spell My Name. Katy Perry, Smile. See there, Civis Passem Parabalum. And Metallica, San Francisco Symphony, SNM 2. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of the record world. If you're interested in some more information about what the hell's going on with R. Kelly, let me give it to you. R. Kelly was attacked in his cell at the Metropolitan, Metropolitan Correctional Center. TMZ reports that Kelly was laying in his bed when a fellow inmate walked in and started punching him. The belligerent resident was reportedly upset over recent lockdown largely caused by protests related to the singer that were happening outside of the jail. Kelly was examined by the doctor who deemed he was okay. 
Stephen Greenberg, Kelly's attorney, responded to the melee saying that his client has been a modeled inmate. So there you go. A lot of information there for sure as we talk about it. A lot of info. So I want to tell you something on how we can mess things up by adding one word. So let's do that right now by adding one word to the following things that I'm going to tell you. Just do it tomorrow. I want to dance with somebody taller. Ranch buffalo wings. Baby shark. NATO. Finding Dory. Delicious. Pumpkin spice. Spam. How I unfortunately met your mother. Montezuma's Revenge is a dish best served cold. Fox News. And happy last birthday. There you go. That tops off the list there. Oh, I might get some heat for that one. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, so let's take it from the bottom, 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 bottom. Here we go. Let's talk about some of the things that happened back on this day, back in 1996. Royals Charles and Diane formally end their marriage after 15 years. Nearly one-sixth of the world turned to into see their nuptials back in 1981. Things went downhill, and they stopped living together back in 1992. In June of 1996, the queen encouraged them to divorce. Diane gave up her royal title, but was also able to keep the home in Kensington Palace for the sake of her sons and the older of whom their heir the throne. She died in a car accident one year later. In 2018, Aretha Franklin lies in state. Hold on. Lies in state at Charles H. Wright Museum of African American History in Detroit. A 24-karat coffin. Thousands of fans came to say their last goodbyes. Her funeral would be held three days later. The Queen of Soul died on August the 16th after a battle with pancreatic cancer. She was only 76. Let's talk about some people's birthdays today. If you're interested in that kind of stuff in the world of celebrity, Leanne Rimes turns 38. Jack Owen turns 39. Jack Black turns 51. Holy monkeys. Shania Twain, 55. And Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, you know, the MILF from American Pie. Yeah, she turns 59 today, just so you know. Need some recipes for the weekend? I got something for you. Here we go. How about you make a fresh mint martini? Just add three ounces of gin or vodka, one tablespoon of lime juice, one tablespoon of sugar, mint leaves, and garnish cucumber slices. And there you go. You'll have some fun with that one. That's all you have to do if you're interested in doing so. Anyways, let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today because those are always important. So here we go. Crackers over the keyboard day. Dream Day Quest Jubilee. Forgive Your Foe Friday, International Read Comics in Public Day, 
National Power Rangers Day. Race your mouse around the Icon Day. National Bowtie Day. Some people enjoy that a little bit more than others. National Cherry Turnover Day. Red Wine Day. Rainbow Bridge Remembrance Day. And of course, the favorite radio commercial day so there you go a lot of things that you can celebrate today if you're interested in doing so anyways if you right now want to tell you about our friends at the national suicide prevention lifeline if you're struggling from any thoughts of depressions or suicide there's a phone number that you can call where they can help you and have a conversation with you in regards of what you can do next Call 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. FCC has designated 988 for National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. The FCC FCC has designed the 988 as a new national number for National Suicide Life Prevention to to be completed by July 2022. So in the meantime, you will still need to call 1-800-273-TALK with anyone who wants to connect with the lifeline the 988 is not working yet the moment that we find out that it is working i will let you know because i think it's very important also the other thing that we talk about frequently is our friends at the national center of missing and exploited kids you're interested in a way of helping out and what you need to do go 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 to their website at missingkids.org. There is a lot of information there on where you can help, assist, and so on. I think it's important if you're able to do so. Okay, so let me tell you about a slice of BS real quick as we move forward before the end of the show. The pumpkin spice latte has returned to Starbucks this week, and we'll talk about this more in an hour for the benefit of all the white women getting into the work late. Okay, just joking there. For sure. That is definitely not a good joke. A terrible joke. Some things to think about. If I die, I forgive you. But if I recover, I'll think about it. Today, when you're at work and you're standing by your water cooler, I want you to think about this. By the time school starts, the average family has nine of these. What are they? Things they want to do before the end of the summer, but didn't. And if I could leave you with one thought for over the weekend before I see you again. A truly rich man is one whose children run into his arm. Even when his hands are empty. Think about that. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. Enjoy your weekend. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.